0: Come on! Welcome to Lightblood. Blood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Brooklyn Brock. Brooklyn, are you ready to do this?
1: I'm ready. Let's go.
0: Let's let's go. Brooklyn is a CFP. She's C E P A C H F C C K A. C-H-F-C-A. She's the founder of. Elevate Advisors, they're an organization helping financial advisors plan for themselves. Again, excited to have you on, Brooklyn. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Well, thanks for having me on the show, George. I uh, I started doing this with my dad and my granddad and, and uncle. We, uh, we had a family financial advisory practice. I say had because I'm no longer with them. Um, but they're they're still going strong. And I, I got to learn so much from them, um, really becoming an advisor in my own right. Um, but also I got to see them transition the business from my granddad to my dad and uncle. And uh, that succession plan was different. I mean, every succession plan is different. Um, but with that experience being so personal to my family, but something that every advisor struggles with, I, I left my family's practice and decided to do, uh, do that for advisors to help with exit planning. And, and I feel like one of the biggest factors which makes the, financial, the uh, exit plan so successful is the advisor doing their own financial plan. So I, I do both.
0: Nice. And it's pretty, I'm sure, a pretty cool experience to have worked with your grandpa and your dad and your uncle, uh, which is a little bit about your personal life. But tell us something personal about you, Brooklyn.
1: Oh, <laughs> something personal. Um, I, I speak French. I studied international economics and French. Those are my two majors in college. And i I am actually leaving next week to go live and work in France for about two months, so it'll be life like normal but in france and now that the pandemic is over, uh, we can take the trip that my husband and I had been planning to take and just uh, go do life over there and he's he's never been but it's a huge part of my life so I'll get to share it with him and that's i'm I'm pretty excited to do that
0: yeah oh, that, that's that's going to be absolutely amazing good for you mhm-hmm. Mm-hmm what are you uh what are you most excited about
1: i i think i'm most excited and most nervous about two things (laughs) uh actually speaking french again because i studied it for like 10 years and then i haven't studied it for the last 10 years Mm. so it was like um i i know that it'll come back but i'm nervous. it usually takes three days or so uh to really be immersed in it before i can speak it kind of like normal so um, that is that is a lot but then also running my business remotely like I work with all my clients virtually already but I just don't know what to expect with the internet being different uh, the time being different over there different time zones so yeah it'll be it'll be a good learning experience
0: a thousand percent super cool so well good luck on your adventure we'll uh, have to have you back on to, to, to learn how that experience was because I know that there's a lot of people who are fascinated by the idea of Going and working and living abroad, and so you mm-hmm. making it happen. I think it's really cool. Uh, I think some people, so many people, dream about stuff like this, but then never actually do it. So, so I wish you all the luck in the world on that. Thank you. I think uh, one of the things that probably stops people from from doing things is that it's uncertain and it's unknown, and they're 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 sort of it's it's that's that's an uncomfortable thing. I imagine mm-hmm. that the work that you're doing of doing succession planning for for folks, uh, well, I, I guess I'll just ask the question: What are what are what are some of those fears that that, that, that people have that maybe stop them from thinking about it or doing it?
1: Hmm. I think there are a few different things. First, it's the same kind of fear that all of us have when it comes to estate planning. Like just the fear of us dying and not being here someday is really hard to think about. Um, it's not fun. And I think that makes a, a lot of people just like, oh, I'll, I'll do my exit planning uh, another day. Uh, don't have to worry about it right now. I'm not dying right now. But um, it's this that same kind of mindset about your business. I think about exit planning as like an estate plan for your business. And it's the same kind of fear I see in a lot of advisors but it's also, I think the second um, most common reason why advisors don't pursue it is that your identity, any business owner's identity is so much tied to the business and it has to be for good reasons for the business to be successful. You have to be fully invested. Um, it, it has to be the most, one of the most important things uh, in your life for it to be successful, I think. And uh, it is hard to think about your own life and identity and what you want aside from the business. Because what I have wanted since launching my business, one of the most important things is that it's successful and I think about it all the time. All of my thoughts and ideas and research and planning is around that. Um, So without that, who would I be, is the question a lot of advisors struggle with. So um, I think the process of doing financial planning and retiring to something, like we always tell our clients, Is something that we don't spend a lot of time asking ourselves so that's uh, those are some of the two most common issues I think
0: yeah so the two biggest like existential questions we can ask ourselves or think about yeah (laughs) if I die what will happen and if I no longer have my identity what what will happen I I guess that those are compelling reasons that people don't do anything
1: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm (laughs) yeah
0: so what is, I mean, cause intellectually, I certainly, I'm sure that people get like, okay, you know, at some point I'm going to die. And then at some point, you know, I, I guess I'm going to be transitioning out of this. Um, is it, is it sort of planting the seed and, and, and over time people come around to this? What is, what is a typical engagement look like? How do people, when is that flip that, 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 that switch kind of flipped and people are ready to, to, to do this?
1: Mhm. Uh a lot of people are never ready. Mm. I I think it's um every person who comes to me is in a totally different place in their life. So I would say there is no average engagement. Uh everybody's different, everyone's business is different and that's what makes it so much fun. But I think that the reason advisors don't you know don't do anything is because of inertia it's easier to just keep doing things the way you've always been doing them so the reason people reach out to me is because they have to something has changed uh, with their health or with their business or um, they have you know started, been starting to face some challenging questions some hard life decisions and it's like okay now I have to figure this out it's go time and that's that's when they call me
0: got it <laughs> so in our desire to to help people to be more proactive about these things hopefully hopefully that that there'll be more of that but for the most part just like we do things when we have to and sort of hit a rock bottom or an event happens that's when we start to make these decisions so well tell me the best way to sort of unpack this conversation what are what what Ought people be thinking about what are the things that they really need to be thinking about from a, a business exit uh, succession planning process?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say what I, how I work is a little bit different than a lot of people in the exit planning space because there are within exit planning various specialties uh, that you'll need to find people to help with. For example, uh, if you're doing a, a loan to sell the business from one, you know, the current owner to the, bu- the buyer, there's gonna be a financing expert, someone at the bank, uh, just different people you'll need to bring in and consult to make that happen. That's not what I do. Uh, there are people who will help write the legal documents. I'm not an attorney. So I've built relationships with all those people who specialize further, uh, but what I do is kind of big picture and more I start by a- I like to start by asking what is your ideal succession plan if everything went according to plan what is your what does that look like what is your vision for how th- that would make you happy in your life as if it went this way okay well like we've talked about that that's plan a uh, now plan b is um, maybe what is more realistic right uh, do you have the people in place to make that happen? You know, what do we need to do? Um, but then then I like to ask a question, which is a little bit more difficult. And so we've kind of warmed up by this point. And I say, okay, Nancy, uh, what if you don't have any more time? Uh, what What does that situation look like? Do you have the things in place to transition your business? And that is also a really difficult question, but I try to make it uh, operationally like an operational discussion. So, um, what would happen to your team? How would you tell this to to your clients? Um, you know, who would the people in your team need to contact at your custodian or, um, you know, your accountant or your attorney, like all of the things that someone would know to take over and run your business, whether it's a partner, whether you're in business with someone like a business partner or a junior advisor on your staff, or maybe you don't have anyone that you work with. Like that's, probably the most difficult situation, well, let's talk through what you need to do uh, to get that emergency exit plan in place. Because you know we, we're all going to exit someday, um, but we can't always control when that happens. So we have to be prepared for both, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. So it's, it's managing... I think certainly it, it must start with having that conversation about what the ideal plan looks like. Okay. And let's, let's get that down. Let's figure out plan B let's figure out plan C and then start to work through all the moving parts. So sort of get that, get that, those, those goals, get that, 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 that vision in place. And then it's a matter of getting all the resources. So it's bringing in somebody, if there's going to be a sale, so arranging financing, getting the legal documents, what are what are some of the other things that that in, in you you've just laid out about clients passing them on, talking to them, letting them know your 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 team itself? Are, are are there other things that that people say? Oh, you know what? I didn't even think of that.
1: Yeah, I think all the things operationally, uh, because I was part of an emergency succession plan at a previous employer. Um, It was just one of the senior advisors on the team who had a health event one weekend and um, opted for an early retirement. He was fine, just didn't want to come back to work. So um, I was instrumental in picking up the pieces from that. And so there are a lot of things that I have thought through or experienced firsthand about the questions that clients ask or uh, what to put in the letter that you send to clients when a health event happens. Um, all of those things I have experienced and we had a really high client retention rate from that experience. So that was really fortunate and something that I can train my clients to also do. If you uh, if you wanna do what's best for your clients, here are things you need to have in place. Here are some templates that I can share, um, that kind of perspective and that makes it a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, that, that certainly makes sense. I think that, that, that I was thinking about this conversation more from a loss perspective. Um, if, I were, if I were one of your clients thinking about, okay, well, I'm thinking about if I lose my life and now I'm thinking about if I'm losing my identity, instead of thinking about it from what, what, what I have to gain, which is if I do this correctly, I imagine I'll probably get more, I'm probably going to get more value, which probably equates to more money, Is that, Mm -hmm. am I thinking about that right?
1: Yeah, that, I mean, there are so many reasons that advisors should do succession planning and exit planning. Um, I recently have designed and launched a course about this emergency exit plan for advisors specifically, and it includes a number of things, but there's a little uh, bit of a chapter intro about halfway through um, when we're starting a new chapter, and I talk about the people in your life who benefit from you having an exit plan in place. And it includes your spouse and primary beneficiaries. so I'm thinking your family most likely. Um, And you do want to provide value to them for everything that you've built. Uh, I also list your team. The employees that you provide a livelihood for, they obviously care, and a lot of times when we don't talk about our exit plan, uh, the employees have a lot of uncertainty about their job and their future if something were to happen to you, Um, especially because a lot of advisors are small business owners, so um, if, if the advisor dies, the employees lose their jobs. And that's that's not something we want to think about, but it's it's a good thing to share your your exit plan with your team because then it provides that security and peace of mind. And, okay, if something happens to my advisor, we know that this other advisor is going to step in and help and pick up the pieces and provide the jobs and retain the relationships with the clients. So um, that's a a huge positive. And then also for the clients and prospective clients, uh, I strongly feel like exit planning is part of my fiduciary duty for my financial planning clients, that I can tell them, hey, this is what's going to happen if something were to happen to me. Um, someone will be here to take care of you, and I care about you, and that's why I put this plan in place. It's it's a great yeah. way to build trust with clients and prospective clients, and um, especially clients who are in or near retirement themselves, even if the advisor, like even if I am not, a client who is in or near retirement is thinking about that. So they, they may not be um, outright enough to just ask you to your face, but they are thinking about it. So just preemptively, you know, it's a really positive way to say, Hey, I'm watching out for you. I'm taking care of you. Here's a plan. Um, in, in case something ever happens, not that anything ever will. So um, those are some of the people who benefit. But no matter how much I talk about the benefits of succession planning, uh, it's only when you are confronted with the unfortunate realities of exit planning that people actually do anything about it. So I can't say, here's the carrot, you should do this because it's good for you. No, it's it's um, unfortunately one of those things that it takes the pain and the reality of something actually happening that people do anything about it. So it's more of like a, a a stick instead of a carrot. That's the motivator.
0: Right. (laughs) That's, Oh, being human, we are, we respond (laughs) to the stick way more than the carrot, no matter how we kind of like to think about it. it. It strikes me. It strikes me as, 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 as you're, as you're talking that this would really be a pretty essential thing. Um, because you've got clients that are, let's assume that 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 you're 45 years old or 55 years old. You have clients that are 35. Well, they're going to need help for 65 years, and so there's just mm-hmm. it's it's physically impossible for you as a human being to to be there for when your client is going to be 90 years old. Um, mm-hmm. And so just. To, to really be doing a good job and to be inspiring confidence and I, I imagine from a from a competition standpoint as well if, if you're in competition with uh, with another firm for a client and they're saying well you know we've been in business for you know 200 years and you know you're never going to need to worry if there's going to be somebody here uh, because you know just we have in' we're, we're, we've been here in perpetuity and we have the systems and structures in place to to guarantee that we're going to be here to serve you
1: hmm. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I say in my course is don't give a reason uh, for a client to go somewhere else or choose someone else. I think this is uh, answering that question that a lot of clients may not even think to ask. Um, and they may never tell you if they picked someone else for that reason. So I think it's one of those things that to be a smart, um, forward thinking advisor, you just want to have something in place, and just be prepared to, um, to inform prospects and clients um before they even think to ask
0: i love it well brooklyn the people are ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them
1: i would say the most important thing that advisors need to know to be successful in business and with their their exit planning is to think about your business from the perspective of a steward that even if i started this business myself uh it is not my business I am only a steward of the business temporarily, and someday it's going to belong to someone else. And it's not so much about the legacy, but about doing the right things for our clients and, um, you know, ultimately supporting whoever's going to buy me out or take over my business and helping them make their dream for the business become a reality. And without my endorsement as the current owner, they can't do that so I think it's uh, something advisors and business owners in general need to shift and proactively think about the business from the perspective of a steward.
0: Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on, come on. Need to be a good steward of every aspect of our lives. And so why would your business be anything other than that? So love it. Well, Brooklyn, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? And tell me a little bit more about this course.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we have a website, elevateadvisors.com, and elevate is spelled with two L's. Uh, so elevate advisors, you can find us on any social media platform. We post, uh, try to post a few things every week across every platform. So uh, just stay informed to get educated there. And when you're ready, there are a number of things on our website. Um, the course is one of those that you can just go on there and purchase and take for yourself. It's kind of a DIY option because I do offer one-on-one, uh, coaching and that is really helpful for advisors who need to talk through things or, um, get something more customized for their business, get a customized solution. But if you're like, just give me what I need to know, I can do it myself. Um, you could take the course. It's seven, seven chapters. The last one is just to download a certificate of completion that you can share with your clients, but uh, it includes legal document templates and uh, compliance tips and how to find your emergency exit planning partner. I call it a continuity partner. So all things that advisors need to think about. just go in and buy that. But if you aren't ready for a whole course, we break it down even further. And some of the resources that we provide in the course for specific chapters, we've broken down into bundles or or packages or products, we like to call them. Um, so on that page of the website where you can buy the course, you scroll down a little bit more and there are the products and, and templates that you can buy and um, just check out there, uh, check out on the website right there. So um, yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Perfect.
0: Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Brooklyn your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to elevateadvisors.com. It's E L L E V A T E advisors.com and check out all the great resources and you know, it's probably been in the back of your mind for 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 a little while and hopefully now it's more towards the uh, the middle or the front. So, thanks again Brooklyn.
1: Thank you, George. It's been a pleasure to be here.
0: Likewise. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.